Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to the Urban Wire, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we share the light on issues in the urban All I need is 
Bubba And he hit that death like thunder okay. I ain't from Dallas, but I D-Town Boogie yeah. I show my moves off and everybody trying to do me exactly. I leave the functions and all the ladies trying to screw me Now you just do you, and I'ma do me Niggas love to hate, so they try to screw me Bitches be stuck to me, I think they try to glue me I make the party shine bright when it started blooming This beat was bubble gum, so I had to chew it Teach me how to dug it
controversy that's been going on in the media. And for those who don't know um, who she is, which I didn't know who she was, which indirectly she's well, pretty much she's in, irrelevant to me. But she was a talk show host, and I'm gonna give you a little background on her, and then we're gonna get into a Media Matters um, article that was written by one of their correspondents, by um, Eric Hanoki, yeah, and he wrote an article on the the entire um, history of Laura Schlesinger, and this is pretty much not her first time um, being in in the midst of some type of controversy. So we're going to get to that. But first and foremost, I'm going to give you a little history on her, um, on the situation in particular. Um, and I'm getting this from a, um article on Wikipedia, and it states, on August 10, 2010, Anita Hansen, an African-American woman married to a white man, called Schlesinger's show to ask for advice dealing with racial comments made by acquaintances. During the call, Schlesinger used the word, and excuse my, my language, she used the word nigger 11 times, saying that the word was not racist, and continuing to use it after Hansen asked, is it okay to ever say that word? Schlesinger justified her use by saying that black guys use it all the time. After the call, Schlesinger said, if you're that hypersensitive about color and don't have a sense of humor, don't marry outside of your race. One day later, Schlesinger apologized. Hansen questioned the motivation and sincerity of Schlesinger's apology, believing it to be the, of, of and a result of being caught. Hansen also said that Schlesinger made no apology regarding her comments on interracial marriage. Schlesinger announced that she would end her radio show at the end of 2010 saying, quote, I have made the decision not to do radio anymore. I want to regain my First Amendment rights. I want to be able to say what is on my mind, end quote. Schlesinger stated that she will not retire, though. So we have that, and then also we're going to go right over here to Media Matters. And um, the article written by Eric Hinoki, um states, the year was 1998, and the radio host, Dr. Schlesinger's celebrity, celebrity was soaring. A media group had recently paid $71.5 million for her program, the biggest radio deal at the time, in the, Los, in the Los Angeles Times reported that she had the fastest-growing show in radio history, a program now aired on 450 stations in the United States, 30, 30 in Canada, where she is number, the number one talk show personality in, and also in South Africa. Um, and then it goes on to say, just a few years later, Schlesinger began to stumble. In 2001, her syndicated Paramount television show was canceled after a brief run in 2002. The New York Daily News reported that Schlesinger's radio audience had lost several million listeners. Schlesinger's troubles then, just like now, began with an incident-making remarks aimed at a minority group. 
During the 1990s, Schlesinger's, Schlesinger blasted, quote, homosexuality, unquote, as a, quote, a biological error, unquote. And, she, and it goes on to say, too, she said that it's a deviant behavior, dysfunctional behavior, and like and linked gay men to pedophilia and child molestation. Schlesinger also touted, quote, therapies which have been successful in helping a reasonable number of people becoming um, heterosexual. And it goes on to get to list um, in this article all the controversial things that she um, said. And we're going to go to a clip in a minute of her. Um, we got three clips, actually, and we're going to play, play part of um, the clip that where she actually made the um, the comments on her radio show. And also we have a couple other clips that we will be playing from um, a YouTube channel called The Young Turks where they analyze the situation, one of which includes the Reverend Al Sharpton and his take on that, which he's pretty controversial, but he does give some valid points when it comes to this particular issue. So, Michael, what do you have to say about this entire incident before we play these clips? Well, I haven't haven't exactly been a uh, fan of Dr. Laura myself over the years. I can't even recall. It might have been back in the 90s when I heard some of her stuff and was familiar with hearing her viewpoint on homosexuality. And uh, and then this comes to light, and I'm I'm honestly not surprised out of her. I'm really not because it's like she, I don't know. Evidently, I don't know how she got off to such a good start, but uh, I haven't seen a whole lot of good out of her for quite a long time. So really, it doesn't surprise me a whole lot. So let me ask you this. So, um, have you actually had a chance to hear the actual call yet? No, I have not, because are, are you referring to the most recent one? Well, the call that she, like the actual show, the radio show where the woman called in. No, I haven't actually heard it. I read about it. Well, we do have audio there. We're going to play that. But before we do that real quick, I want you to know, guys, know that we are live in chat. So if you want to um, register for chat, it's for free. Just go on and sign up for a username and all that stuff and look up our show, UCOFW. You can get into the chat room, chat live with us, send us questions, comments, and concerns. So feel free to do that as well. Um, We're going to go right to the audio of this phone call. And we're going to um, analyze it when we come back. Hi, Dr. Laura. Hi. I'm having an issue with my husband where I'm starting to grow very resentful of him. I'm black and he's white. Uh, we've been around some of his friends and family members who start making racist, racist comments as if I'm not there or if I'm not black. And my husband ignores those comments, and it hurts my feelings. And then he just acts like he well, can you give me an example of a racist comment? Because sometimes people are hypersensitive. So tell me what's – give me two good examples of racist comments. Okay, uh, last night, good example. We had a neighbor come over, and this neighbor, when, every time he comes over, it's always a black comment. It's, oh, well, how do you black people like doing this, and do black people really like doing that? And for a long time, I would ignore it. But last night, I got to the point I don't think that's racist. Uh, well, the, the I, I don't think that's racist. No, I think that's... No, no, no. Uh, I think that's... Well, listen, 
without giving much thought, a lot of blacks voted for Obama simply because he was half black. Didn't matter what he was going to do in office, it was a black thing. You got to know that. That's not a surprise. Not everything that somebody says. We had friends over the other day. Got about 35 people here. The guys were going to start playing basketball. I was going to go out and play basketball. My bodyguard and my dear friend is a black man. And I said, white men can't jump. I want you on my team. That was racist. That was funny. How about the N-word? So the N-word's been thrown around. Black guys use it all the time. Turn on HBO, listen to a black comic, and all you hear is nigger, nigger, nigger. I don't get it. If anybody, if anybody without enough melanin says it, it's a horrible thing. But when black people say it, it's affectionate. It's very confusing. Don't hang up. I want to talk to you some more. Don't go away. I'm Dr. Laura Schlesinger. I'll be right back. I'm Dr. Laura Schlesinger talking to Jade. What did you think about during the break, by the way? Uh, I was a little caught back by the N-word that you spewed out, I have to be honest with you. But, but my point is, race relations. Oh, then I guess you don't watch HBO or listen to any black comedians. But that doesn't make it right. I mean, race is a big My dear, my Obama's dear, the point I am trying to make. To another level that's unacceptable. Yeah, we got a black man as president, and we have more complaining about racism than ever. I mean, I think that's hilarious. But I think, honestly, because there's more white people afraid of a black man taking over the nation. They're afraid. They want to be honest about it. Dear, they voted him in. Only 12% of the population is black. White voted him in. It was the younger generation that did it. It wasn't the older white people who did it. Okay. All right. All right. Chip on your shoulder. I can't do much about that. Yeah, I think you have too much sensitivity and not enough sense of humor. Oh, it depends how it's said. Is it okay to say that word? Is it ever okay to say that word? It depends how it's said. Black guys talking to each other seem to think it's okay. But you're not black. They're not black. My oh, I see. So a word is restricted to race. Got it. Can't do much I, about that. I can't believe someone like you is on the radio screwing out the nigger word, and I hope everybody. I didn't heard spew it. out the nigger the word. Nigger, nigger, nigger. Right. I said that's what you hear. Heard it. Yes, they did. I hope everybody heard it. So what they did, and I'll say it again. Nigger, nigger, nigger is what you so hear on HB. Why don't you let me finish a sentence? Okay. Don't take things out of context. Don't double NAACP me. Leave them in context. And I know it came from a white person, and I know the white person made that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Can't have this argument. You know what? If you're that hypersensitive about color and don't have a sense of humor, don't marry out of your race. Wow. You there, Michael? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just dumbfounded. And where where does she get her where does she get her doctorate from? What is she She's not a real doc. Did she get her degree from the Cracker Jacks box or some bulls? I, well, I, I don't understand that. That's from what cool. I read online, her degree's in botany. Wow. I hope the plants listen it, to her better than her people do. <laughs> on social issues and people and things like that? I, that? I don't know, and I can't even verify that. That's coming from an online source when I well, was I doing was look up. Physiology or something. Something like that. I, I don't know, but bottom line is, what 
that's so I don't even know where to start with on this because first of all, it seemed like to me, and we have a commentary on this on YouTube as well, so make sure you check that out at youtube.com slash UCOFW. But my thing is, is like the woman was well-spoken, and she was trying to make her case, and she was trying to put it out there why she felt the way. But did you notice how she kept cutting her off? And she, and then when the woman tried to make her case, she accused her of not letting her speak. Well. And my thing is, it's like she – Everything that she blamed the other woman for, she was doing in that call. She said that black people had a, have a chip on their shoulder, and she tries to um, tries to justify her using the N word based on comedians that use it on TV. And to me, if if you think that it's such an okay word to use, then won't you go to New York City in Harlem and you spout off that word a little? Time to see what happens to you Now me personally Me personally and I try not to use this word Because I and you can't Say that black people do it as a whole Because not every black person Uses that word or It's in their vocabulary So first of all you can't Try to pinpoint that On all black people because all black people Don't use that word You know so um, I, I really have a problem with that and then for you to um, get on air and for you to be a professional, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out who is supporting her. Like, who, who are the sponsors that are supporting her, knowing that not only with this situation, but in the past she has been known to say some not-so-tasteful things. You know, well, I it's think just really the best way bothersome. to that would be able to see which sponsors have now pulled out. Yes, that's that's the important thing. You're right about that. You're right about that. Now, also, we have something else. We're going to go to it real quick, and then um, we've got a couple more clips, and then we're going to go through some music, and then we're going to come back um, with some other stuff. But I want you to hear this um, fake apology that she made after the show, and we're going to come back and analyze that, too. This is coming from the Young Turks um, episode entitled The Dr. Laura, Laura's Fake Apology. So let's do Dr. Orr's apology. Okay, yeah, let's do her apology. I actually haven't heard the entire thing all the way through, so I'm excited. All right, here's uh, Dr. Orr. Terry today has to do with <laughs> doing the right thing. Oh, she's so sanctimonious. I talk every day. Every day? About doing the right thing. What? Yesterday, what? I did the wrong thing. Oh, you're so full of crap. I didn't intend oh, my God. to hurt people, but I did. Why are you talking like this? And that makes it the wrong thing to have done. I was attempting to make a philosophical point, and I articulated the N-word all the way out. Okay, More fine. than one time. That's, that's Come on. Come on. So she articulated the N-word, JR. No, she didn't articulate the N-word. She articulated the, the N-word. N-word. <laughs> all the way out. Because so many people just say me. Yoka. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's many different ways you can do it. You know? 
uh, I didn't articulate, I articulated it all the way, ooh, well, all the way up. But again, her apology begins doing the right thing. It really is like, I, uh, I'm going to do the right thing. I, uh, I, uh, I killed four hookers last night. <laughs> you know what? Today is about doing the right thing. Because I talk on the radio every but day about, about doing the right thing. Because I'm so good, I slashed the throat of four hookers last night. But I am going to start today's show with doing the right thing. Because I am awesome. All right, so uh, let's uh, finish it. I'll say it again. <laughs> sure you will. That was wrong. I ended up, I'm sure, with many of you losing the point I was trying to make I because didn't. you were shocked by the fact that I said the word. No. I myself realized I had made a horrible mistake. You are awesome. And I was so upset I couldn't finish the show. I pulled myself I off the air at the end of the hour. <laughs> had to finish the hour. I think 20 minutes of dead air doesn't work. I am very sorry. It just won't happen again. I immediately regret this decision. Yeah. Um, so, and one more. I love black people! I love black people! I can't bear her. I can't. I hate her with a fiery passion. She's not a doctor. She's a, she's a, a foot therapist. Is she really a foot therapist? I don't know. That might be wrong. Uh, but she is loathsome. So now we're going to hear a little more from her, right, Anna? Yes, uh, we are going to hear more from her. Uh, in this video, she's talking to uh, John Roberts, and she's explaining how her First Amendment rights were violated. Mm, yeah, I love this. You said that you're leaving your radio show to regain your First Amendment rights. How did you lose them? Well, I think everybody in the media risks that. I'm not the only one. I don't see myself as a victim in particular. It's the atmosphere in America today where there is very little debate and just the attempt to silence voices that somebody disagrees with. But, but it, it doesn't, does this go beyond being disagreed with? I mean, you said something that was very offensive. Well, yes, and uh, I was trying to make a point about the hypersensitivity of uh, racial issues, and I made it the wrong way. I, I instantly realized I had blown it. But you seem to be, and correct me if I'm wrong, Dr. Schlesinger, saying that you've taken yourself off of your radio show because other people are not allowing you your First Amendment rights, even though you were wrong to have said what you said. I said something wrong, and I apologized. I didn't intend to hurt anybody. My decision was not based on this incident. My decision has been percolating for about a year. My point is that when I began in radio, there was discussion and debate. And now there are organizations like Media Matters who exist for the sole purpose of silencing voices, not debating. That is my whole point. Yeah, Media Matters doesn't allow clowns like you uh, to get away with saying the awful things that should not uh, that no reasonable organization would allow its employees to say without firing them. And the First Amendment prevents the government from restricting our speech. Right. It actually is there permitting you to say something and then other people to say, that's hideous, 
and we're not going we're going to do something about it. Right. And then the people who employ you, who aren't the government either, saying, yeah, you know what, we can't have that anymore. So you don't know what the First Amendment is. By the way, she has a Ph.D. in physiology. But to all the people who have degrees in physiology, really? Physiology? Come on. No one even knows what it is. It's not a real thing. Well, that was pretty much the gist of that. So what do you think about this whole situation after here? I know there was more of a comical um, kind of excerpt of that, but really it's, it, it surrounds a real serious issue. And what do you feel about that? Well, I'm sitting here going, reading between the lines of this, as I think everyone else should, she's quitting her radio show so that she can regain her First Amendment rights. Okay, well, that basically is telling me that the people that run her radio show are telling her she's got to shut the hell up, and she don't like it because it sounds to me like basically in not so many words she's saying, I'd like to say some more insensitive and hideous things, so I'm going to do my own thing so I can continue to say insensitive and hideous things, but by the way, I'll do it on my own even though the people that run the radio show are saying, shut the hell up. Um, kind of what it sounds like to me. Yeah, and like I said, like I think they're more so saying shut the hell up now because, like you said, a lot of their sponsors have pulled out. And to me, I think it's just so funny. And you, and you look at situations like this that have happened in the past, even with that um, Don Imus guy. See, people apologize for stuff when they see their Sponsors pulling out because, because money talks. Really, because because yeah, because if she was really, um, re, she had remorse about what she said, she would have apologized to um, the lady, and I think her name was um, don't have her name here. Refer to her just you know, um, to the Anita Hansen if she was really. Remorseful about what she said She would have apologized To Miss Hansen about that on the show And she would have You know um, Stopped using that derogatory language You know And to me I think there's no excuse for that And now you have people like Sarah Palin Backing her on Twitter Like really? telling her that she needs to reload And um, go back out there Like you know what She's a joke and she's a clown. To me, I have no respect for Miss Palin because she she's just a a trick. She's just a trick for the Republican Party. She has no validity as far as I'm concerned. Um, she she's a joke, she, and she is just everything that's wrong with the Republican Party. You know, and I just I just. This whole situation, you know, and people say, why are you stuck on this situation? But but it, it just goes to show you, like, how people react when they get caught. It's not about them being remorseful for what they say. You may have some remorse because you're lo- you losing sponsors, but you have to look at this woman. This woman is, like, 60-something years old. So, really, I can't get too upset because of her uh, way of thinking, but still at the same time, you know, there, she's a college-educated woman. She has, 
sure, certainly enough intelligence on how to take the situation if, you know, however, you know, if she wanted to address the topic of sensitivities, certainly to God she's intelligent enough to know how to address that in a proper fashion. I mean, My I would hope. This, this person has something to say on, online. Do you have something to say, um, 444? Yes, I do. Oh, Lord, Miss Deanna's about to let them have it. Yes, I do. You know, even though they cleared it up for her, you know, you know, they got her together, but she is, I don't even see how she had a radio show. You know, it's kind of funny. You know, you're supposed to be this doctor, but you have no common sense whatsoever. You know, who the hell would give you a radio show talking like that? And first of all, I'm going to need for her to get it, get her facts straight. Black people don't say nigger. They say nigger. Okay? I'm going to need you to get it right. They don't put that ER on there, Okay? I'm going to need her to get it right. Talk about, well, I watch HBO. You couldn't be watching too much of HBO because they don't use nigger. Well, you have a point there, you know. And to me, that's why we're going to get into a show. We're going we're gonna to do a show about the N-word. We're gonna get, it's going to be very controversial. But we're going to eventually do a show on that. We're going to do a background of where it came from and why, you know, you know we're we going we gonna to do a show on that. But to me, you're using it as a justification for you to be racist. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sorry. I don't see, and it goes to show you, anybody can get a damn show now. Anybody can get a mm-hmm. show. But the people that are really trying to put knowledge out here and they're really trying to educate people can't even get a show because you have clowns like this that are placed on air as some type of comic relief. You see what I'm saying? Like, and it just bothers me. It bothers me. And that's a doctor at that, you know. Like he said, what if she, what if she had a degree in rubbing somebody's feet? Because it must be. Pretty much. Pretty much. Now, we're going to go real quick. we got one more clip we're going to play on this issue, and then we're going to move right along. We're going to go to a song, come back, and finish up the politics era or part of the show. So we're going to go to a call that Jenk Uger from the Young Turks, he was um, – Substituting for the Ed Show, and he had Doctor uh, um, Al Sharpton, Reverend Al Sharpton. I'm sorry to call in and get his um, debate on that. Now, a lot of people have negative things to say about Al Sharpton, and sometimes I don't agree with everything he says, but he makes some very valid points in this particular clip. And we're going to go to that right now. Uh, Reverend, uh, did, is Dr. Laura right did, when Barack Obama got elected, did we just magically solve all the racism in the country? I mean, it, it is so absurd on its face. The fact of the matter is that we still face a nation with structural inequalities. I mean, blacks in, in national data are almost two to one unemployed. We still have a huge gap in education and health care, as well as in the criminal justice system. I think that with the election of President Obama was a very, very uh, progressive step. I think America grew a lot, but if we're to act like we're at racial equality, that is an illusion, and I think that anyone grown knows better than that. I think we must give America credit for progress, but progress is not arriving at the destination of having a racially equal society. So what do you think is 
offensive. Sarah Palin backing Dr. Laura saying the N-word 11 times or backing the context of what, Sarah, uh, what Dr. Laura said. Because around the, the N-word, she said some pretty loathsome things and stereotypes about uh, black folks. So which, which part do you find more troubling? I think the troubling? context. The context. Clearly, I don't agree with the word. I, uh, many uh, About three years ago, we all came out, civil rights groups like ours, saying bury the word. Many of us have used it. So we said let's go against black hip-hoppers and artists and comedians as well as whites saying it because it's wrong. But a sovereign word is the context. She not only talked about blacks uh, since President Obama seems to be doing more in terms of whites, uh, in terms of uh, demonizing was her term whites, she talked, uh, she inferred that if you're in an interracial marriage and feel that you're being treated wrong or things being said by your in-laws, maybe you shouldn't be in a marriage. I mean, she took shots at a whole bunch of things contextually that are, are, are racially insensitive to say the least. But what is amazing is she says this and then when people like us respond, she says, oh, I have the First Amendment right. She does, and we have the right to respond. You can't say things and then tell everybody else, shut up, you can't respond. We merely responded with our First Amendment right. So um, what do you guys think about that? Do you think that uh, Reverend Al Sharpton has some valid – he had a caller, but I guess they hung up. But what do you guys feel about that? I think he has a valid point. Yeah, I'll agree with it. Yeah, that's cool. Well, um, you know, this is just like one of those big controversies, man, and we just wanted to put it out there and let you know that you have to really be careful who you support. You know, because you don't know how these people really feel until they get on these tirades about things. And then, you know, I would have more repo- I would have more respect for her if she didn't even apologize because that apology was so fake and lame. Well, it almost seemed to me like in her apology, it almost seemed like she was forced to apologize. She was called out on it. That's the only reason she apologized. If nobody would have said nothing, she wouldn't apologize for that. Probably so. so. And yes, I told or whoever she is, a joke. That just cracks me up, too. Chicken head, you need to find something else to do. Well, you know what, on that note, we're going to go to a couple songs to do. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap up the um, um, the politics sec- section. We have about 20 more minutes in this beat, and then we'll go to the entertainment beat. But we're going to come back with a couple songs. We're going to take a break, come back, finish up, and then we're going to move. Keep, keep it moving, keep it moving. So, um, once again, if anyone wants to comment, feel free to register and um, join the chat room. Or if you just want to listen to directly, listen to this directly, um, call 646-915-8200. Or um, you can come to the Blog Talk Radio, um, blogtalkradio.com slash UCOFW, and click on the link and listen live. So we really want to get some dialogue on this situation, so please call in um, and let us know what you think on this situation. Yeah, man.
like rubber band. Just left money gram in the lemon lamb. Hot damn, make me scream like summer jam. I mean, that nigga must be from the motherland. Anyway, I think I met him in the sky. When I was a geisha, he was a samurai. Somehow I understood him when he spoke Thai. Never spoke lies and he never broke fly. Test on my test, let me get my cape on. With a certificate that I changed my name on. With a certificate that I changed my name on. Shawty, I'ma only tell you this once. You the illest. And for your life, then I'ma die hard like you. You got spark, you you got spark. You you got something all the girls want. You like a candy store, and I'm a toddler. You got me wanting more and more more. Rally in D.C. 
Saturday, honoring MLK's legacy or hijacking it. Now, um, this was written by um, Mary C. Curtis. She is a national correspondent for Politics Daily, and the article goes as such. Forty-seven years ago, today, hundreds of thousands of Americans joined the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom and witnessed the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. deliver his famous I Have a Dream speech, which summed up the hopes of generations. Today, crowds, today, August 28th, crowds are repeating that trek by bus, train, car, and plane to the, na- to the nation's capital with their own hopes and dreams about what America should stand for. Glenn Beck and Sarah Palin, two conservative stars known more for their divisive political views than for their king-like stands for social justice, will lead, Be- will lead Beck's, quote, restoring honor rally, unquote, to pay tribute to, quote, to America's service personnel and other upstanding citizens who embody our nation's founding principles of integrity, truth, and honor, unquote. At the same time, the National Action Network plans a, quote, reclaim the dream, unquote, rally in Washington to honor King and the civil rights movement in its own way. Its leader, the Reverend Al Sharpton, Acknowledges Beck's right to to rally, but not his claim to part to a part of King's legacy. One one thing, all sides and Gleck himself can agree on is Beck is not Beck is not Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Nevertheless, when Beck and Palin speak to a crowd gathered at the Lincoln Memorial just that day in 1963. The symbolism will be unmistakable. Cindy Spiker, who is driving a group of 10 from Charlotte, North Carolina, has been to Washington before for the 9-12 taxpayer rally last year in protest of the uh, health care reform bill. A member of Caution, Common American uh, United to Inspire Our Nation, she, she says that Beck is, quote, one of the very few people willing to say what needs to be said, whether people like it or not. America was created on Christian Judeo values, unquote. The country has turned away from its faith, she said, and, quote, has to get back to principles of honor, unquote. So this um, this just goes on to say, you know, just uh, speaking about this rally, and I just, I don't know, like, um, I just I I don't I don't have a good feeling about this. And right now, we'll probably get more from the actual um, rally, you know, following today, maybe later on today. But I just don't really have a good feeling about this. You know, it just to me, they contradict everything King stands for, and it's almost a mockery. And to me, what really bothers me, check. You know, and I and I need I need you guys to chime in here after I get done saying this. It kind of is contradictory, and it just exposes Sarah Palin for the coop that she is, just the the jackass that she is, when she just supported a woman, um, 
Well, she really supported a woman that pretty much said that um, this Dr. Laura should just reload and keep it moving. You know, why is she speaking on Dr. Martin Luther King's legacy? How do you feel about that? That's, uh, I, I don't really know what to say on that myself because I'm sitting here going, you just backed Dr. Laura but then you claim to be reclaiming the dream of Dr. King. I I don't have any words on that, actually. <laughs> well, I, we need some callers to call in. Um, I know some of you are just listening to the link live, but we need some people to really call in and put their two cents into this because this is one of those things where, yeah, we need to get some dialogue out here. The number is 646 8200. Once again, that is 616 uh, We'll be taking calls later on in in the show. Um, we're going to see what DeAndra has to say. What do you have to say about this whole thing right here? You know, it's almost like a joke. Seriously. Because, you know, I'm, I'm lost for words in this, too, because it's almost like, What? You know, you just backed her up to seeing the most racist thing ever, but now you gonna walk in his legacy. You, you know, it's this is crazy. You know, I don't even, I don't, you know, I can't even really find any words to say. It's just, I'm just like, you know, uh, well, you know, I don't know. You know. This is just, this is just what Fox News is about. They're not a news organization. They are a news. Uh, propaganda organization, and it's very sickening that they can get away with this stuff. And nobody on, you know, the Democrat Party wants to challenge them. You know, where's the challenge? That why can't you know the progressives and the Democrat Party? Why can't they be as outright and just bold as the Republican Party? That's one thing I will respect them for because they don't care. What other people say, they don't care how outlandish it is. They can incite all kind of violence, all kind of negativity. But where is the uh, Democratic Party when we need to um, strike back? You know, exactly. I'm really interested in seeing how this turns out. Um, like, like I said, if anyone has any comments. Um, or anything, feel free to call in. You can hear everybody's opinion on this. Um, we're going to go to a quick break real quick because um, we're almost done with the first hour. We're going to go to a song or two, and um, we're going to be back with entertainment, and then we're going to get into our topic about relationships, re- relationships and sex talk one-on-one. Make sure you keep it locked. You are now listening to The Urban Wire, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we share the light on issues impacting the urban community. Hit us up at www.youtube.com forward slash UFW, or check us out on MyFace at www.myface.com forward slash UFW. Send us a tweet. 
money thing Money stay in my pocket, girl, I'm like a walking bank Tell me what you drink, tell me what you think If I go get these bottles, we go alcohol and thing Calling all the girls, do you hear me? All around the world, city to city Cheers to the girls, so do to the guys Now I got a chicken and a goose and a rag and loose and a rag Hey, hey, look, 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 look,
wanted um, to answer what are we about and why do, are we taking on the issues that we're taking. Well, first of all, the reason why we're taking it on is because no one else is taking on these issues, and we're talking about things that are relevant. Now, we're not on here talking about all this silly crap and this, that, and the other. So, you know, I mean, we're on here talking about serious issues and everything else. So, you know, we're talking about politics. We're talking about, like, life in general. And if you listen to our previous shows, you'll see what we're all about. So um, what do you have to say about um, what this show is about? Which one are you referring to? Um, either one of you guys. <laughs> uh, like the statement says, you know, issues impacting the urban community and far even beyond the community, issues impacting what's going on in this uh, our society and things that we've, you know, that are around us every day. Maybe hopefully educating and bringing to life a healthy dialogue, I would hope, is what the goal would be here. Yeah, so we just wanted to answer that question for this person, you know. So they just wonder what we're all about and stuff. So we, I just want you um, to give them a shout-out and tell them what we're all about. Um, but we're going to go to something real funny I want you guys to listen to. Uh, we're going to start our entertainment beat now. And I guess this clip comes from – and this, this is ridiculous. Like, this clip comes from – this one show, I guess they, they do like um, intervention and stuff like that. And I guess the son in this particular episode was reaching out for help for his his father. And his father was like uh, addicted to drugs really bad. And it was kind of emotional. But as bad as it sounds, it was kind of funny too. And what kind of makes this even bad is like they put like this, this segment like an auto tune, you know. Anytime that there's something crazy, you know, people are gonna put it in auto tune. So we're gonna play this clip real quick. We're gonna come back, and uh, I'm gonna get your reaction on this. Somewhere deep down in my heart, I still love you.
DeAndre, what do you think about that? Hello? DeAndre? Stop from laughing so hard because I haven't seen that, but it just sounded like it was just somebody being funny. No, this was dead serious, though. Let me tell you, though. Like, this guy, this guy looked like Danny Glover. Like, he did. And then, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I thought when I first heard it, because I first heard about it on Russ Parr Morning Show, and then, like, I heard people, then people after that was bringing me, showing, showed me the actual clip on YouTube, and then they took the clip and then put it into auto tunes, and I'm like, you know what? These people are gonna burn in hell for that. That, that mm-hmm. that's not. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree. <laughs> I mean, you got to see this guy's facial expressions. You got to look. Yeah, it up I haven't seen it. Cause I don't, you know, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's called the best cry ever. You need to get on there and look it up, like, cause you gonna be on the phone, on the floor laughing. You really are. And this woman is her. Issue is dealing with her father and no, it was a son. Oh, her son. son. Okay. No, this was the father was on the show, and then his son brought the father on the show because he was, you know, trying to. Uh, it was like an intervention thing. The family brought the oh. father on the show, and then the the son was trying to reach out to his father and tell him, you know, um, that what he was doing was really affecting him. And then, like, I guess they played this clip, and a lot of people thought it was a joke at first because how he was crying and stuff. But obviously, you know, it, it was real. <laughs> and then they took the clip and actually put it in auto tune. I said that that don't make no kind of sense to me. I think they ought to be ashamed of themselves for that myself. Yeah, they had nothing else to do. Seriously. I mean, you know, if you know. Intervention, you know, regardless of, you know, it's never a real pretty, it's never a pretty sight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not. And I mean, I think that's, I think that's something that people need to do more because all, so many times in families, you know, um, we know that somebody's dealing with something and we kind of enable it. You know, and, and able their behavior. We don't speak out on it, you know, and we allow them to do that. So I got to give them props for um, trying to help out their family because a lot of times either they enable it or they just ignore it and be like, well, that's not my problem. It's just how they are. So mm-hmm. I, I really have to, uh, with all jokes aside, I do have to um, um, commend this brother for doing that. And also, I just I really hope that you know I never followed up on this, but I hope that he is getting the help that he needs, you know. So, um, definitely, um, I'm I'm glad to hear that. Well, we're gonna move right along because we got some stuff that we got to talk about today. Now, mm-hmm. let's talk about Miss Fantasia, and we talked about um, how we felt about the whole um, incident with her. With Antoine Cook and um, Beyonce, can you give us an update on what you heard about that since, um, since two weeks ago when we first talked about it? Well, I was watching the um, the VH1, you know, thing with her. You know, it was you know it was just, you know talking about how she you know overdosed on whatever she had took and you know. Just to watch. Basically, she was just trying to, 
you know, lose all the memories. That's what I'm thinking of what was going on. But it's almost like she was trying to to kill herself, you know. Cause she on there she said, you know, I'm still here. I'm still. But I got a question for you though. Like, I mean, and like I I mentioned this last week. You know, we talk about and you you even said this. Like, we talk about people that are church going people. How do they mm-hmm. end up in situations like this? And especially when you 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 know you look at where she came from. She started out in church. And exactly. She, uh, and then, you know, I guess she was abused in the church by the preacher's son. Um, she was actually raped, wasn't she? Yeah, she was raped. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and that's very uh, that's very unfortunate. But, like, like, the thing that really bothers me is, okay, you were raped in high school. You was raped by this guy. And mm-hmm. God has blessed you to come as far as you have despite of what you've been through, and then you get yourself involved in a situation like this with a man mm-hmm. that's nothing as you know what, that doesn't want anything to do with you. You're, you're putting out your resources. You're taking care of this man. You're flying him here, to, you know, from this side of the country to the other side of the country. You're spending all this money on this man, but what are you getting out of this relationship? I don't understand it. It's almost like her past is starting to repeat. You know what I mean? Right. And but like, like I told you, you, you people have to get out of that mindset. You have to um people I I believe that people uh attract those types of men. And so, oh, of course they definitely attracted to them. It, it it's a cycle. You know, you can mm-hmm. people like I mean, even older people that you may know they have a pattern in getting into relationships that that are, you know, just abusive relationships one after another, and it's just really unfortunate that they get into these relationships, you know, and you have to make up in your mind. And this is the thing that bothers me about Fantasia. She she always is giving homage, paying homage to her grandmother and her mama, talking about they strong black women and they this, that, and the other, but... What mother and their right mind would uh, even put up with their child going down that wrong road? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I don't know. I have a problem with that. I just, I really have a problem with that. And like I said, I'm not coming from Fantasia, but I just think recently from what we've seen in the uh, media and stuff like that, um, there is a big thing about people. Everybody wants to take some, something that's not theirs. Mhm. I just I, hope. I just hope she, you know, she learns from this, and girls that are out there who's watching her learn from that experience that she went through. Which I know it's gonna be plenty more times. We're gonna go through this again, but hopefully it won't be with her again. Let her change the death. You know, hopefully she can move on from this and get back on track. Well, I guess celebrities do tend to provide a never-ending soap opera, but they can sure, sure, definitely provide one learning curve for the rest of society if they pay attention exactly. to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, I need to take a real quick break, really quick, and then we're going to come back with um, we're going to do a tribute for Leah. We're going to talk about her and what she meant to a lot of people. 
uh, we're gonna go to a quick song. Actually, we're gonna um, do the Leah, the music part of Aaliyah's tribute right now, and we're gonna come back and talk a little bit about her and what um, she meant to me personally, and um, how her legacy still lives on today. Let me know, let me know Let me know, let me know, let me know When I
All right, we're back. I'm sorry about that. We have technical difficulties, but um, I've just been in the chat room um, chatting with um, Tariq Nasheed of Self Guided, and um, he's been really giving me some good links that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, it's really educating. I really could um, really bow down to him because he's really a big time person in the radio and um, in the radio and the TV um, personality um, game. And I really want to thank him for, like, stopping by and just educating me and giving me some good resources to check out. One of the videos I want you guys to go check out that he sent um, a link to me um, to go look at is, let me go pull this up real quick, um, RIP Black America Part 1. That's a good thing right there for you guys to check out. I was looking at some of this stuff during the break. And also... Um, there's some other videos too, and I'm gonna put those in the link uh, of the show as well. Uh, so you guys really should go check some of this stuff out. He has some um, good. Okay, he says I'm not to read. Okay, I got you. So, um, so definitely we need to um, educate ourselves, especially with us being more progressive. We need to kind of look at different um, points of view and try, you know, to open up our minds and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, we, that was just our little tribute to Leah. Uh, I was in high school when she passed, and um, this was back in 2001. This was kind of like right before, kind of like a few weeks before um, the 9-11 attacks. And I just, I remember being in high school when I heard this information, and I was just like, wow. You know, like, just to know that this young sister was like, you know, on the way to major success. I mean, she they had her starring in all kind of movies. And I think Aaliyah, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to look this up, but I think she is um, around our age. Uh, mm-hmm. She was born in 79, so she's kind of, she was a little about five years, yeah, about four or five years older than me, but um, she was just like that, I don't know, I don't think there's going to ever be anybody that will replace her. You see what I'm saying? So it, it's just one of those things where, you know, you, you never expect a death of that, you know, of any kind, of kind. but I think hers really touched a lot of people. You know, she worked with a lot of people. Not only like I said, she 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 was in the music industry but she acted. Um and she played in films such as Romeo Must Die, um just just a lot of things that she she had her hands in and she was really on her way to going to the top. I would consider her I would consider her in this and I don't know if some people will agree with me, but I would consider her the Beyonce of that time. I really, I really would consider her that, and I think that uh, I don't know. I, I think she was a legend before her time. I really think that she was such just a beautiful person, just a beautiful personality. You know, she was just it. That that was my girl. That was my girl. Leah was it back then. You know, and as we kind of marked this ninth year anniversary. Um, but she was her ninth year anniversary passing, August 25th. I want, you, want us to look at her and how she conducted herself as a performer and as a professional business lady. And she was just real classy, just a real classy 
elegant person, you know. So that's that, that's just my tribute to Aaliyah. Um, what's, what do you think about that, Yandra? Um, you know what? I love Aaliyah. I have so many pictures. I actually have a book, of course. I was a fan, a big fan. You know, had all the CDs, of course. You know, one of my favorite movies that she played in was actually Queen of the Dam. Yeah. One of my favorites as well. Now, let me ask you this: like, was it the um, was that the movie that she started to um, to film? But she no, it was the Matrix. You know, okay, it was amazing because she's supposed to play Jada's part. You know, when Jada Pinkins played in the Matrix, she's supposed to. That was the part Elliot's supposed to play. Wow, that's just so unfortunate. Like you know, I mean, and the thing I like about Elliot's music is like, even though she died in '99, I can still listen to her music. Like, man, I, I not '99, I'm tripping. 2001. You still listen to her music like almost ten years later, and it sounds like something you could still play on the radio. It's it, it's like uh, mm-hmm. music that's timeless. You feel what I'm saying? So I mean, I I just you know she she's just it to me. She really is, and um, we're gonna greatly miss her. And I know her tenth year anniversary of her uh, passing is coming up next year. So I'm really um, curious to see you know what. Um, it's going to be out there for her. I know they have a documentary of her coming up. They're going to be doing a movie about that, and I don't have the details on that, and I apologize. But yeah, because I think she even, not to cut you off, but I think she has a birthday coming up. I mean, it's not this year, but I want to say, like, in January, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, let me see, because I think, yeah, you're right. Yeah, January 16th, and she would have been, uh yeah, she would have been 31. Yeah, yeah. she would have been 31. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah, so. Well, we're going to move on to our next topic of things. Now, did you hear about Miss Faith Evans getting pulled over? Didn't catch that, but clearly you're still a fan. <laughs> okay, this is my thing. Okay, this is just my thing right here. I mean, you know, I could be wrong. But if you are a celebrity and you have all this money and you know you're drunk, why couldn't you just make arrangements to get transportation and, you know, do what you had to do? Why would you put yourself in that situation and you have, I mean, I'm pretty sure you could have gotten somebody to get you a cab or could have got you got, got you home without you having to drive yourself. I just, I don't understand that. So almost like when you out of the game and ain't nobody seen you in a long time, the only thing you can do is get pulled up by the police so everybody can see you again in the news. So when you ain't got that fame anymore, you know, you do anything to have it again. Of course, as the old saying goes, go for the alcohol, lack of judgment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you right. Right on that. You are so right on that. Now, also, I want to hit on. Um, didn't you? Didn't um, there's some news about Beyonce, right? Yes, Beyonce got pulled over in Houston for texting, and she just had got her driver's license too, not too long ago. She just got her driver's license. 
Yeah, not too long ago. And she got pulled up in Houston, got a $100 ticket for texting. Wow. And I wonder when these celebrities get pulled over, do they try to pull that mess? Talking yeah, because she was trying to talk it, you know, she was trying to talk her way through it. I mean, not through it, but out of it. Sorry. Yeah, yo, yo, you, the law is applicable to you as well. I think you're, you think you're above the law, but I'm sorry to tell you that you're not. It didn't okay. work. <laughs> and you know, and I and um, I have on the favorites on our favorites uh, page on YouTube uh, accident why well, they they staged it, and it's really a realistic uh, oversight on the dangers of texting while intoxicated. And you know, it's a little over dramatized, but it's not far from the truth. Where these like a group of car young teenage girls, they're texting, laughing, not paying attention to the road. And they caused an accident that I don't know. It, it was just it was just of a such a huge magnitude. It was probably like about ten, twelve cars involved, and and all her friends died except the girl that was actually texting. And you guys should check that out. Um, and it, and it just shows you like a lot of a lot of kids think you know. And I've been guilty of it too. And I've been trying to slow back on that. You know, cut back on driving and texting because it's just one of those things you get in the habit of doing. But you know my mm-hmm. eyes open to it, so I, 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 you know, pretty much I have quit doing that. You know because it's it's a very dangerous habit to pick up. It really is. So um, go ahead. I don't think Indianapolis have passed that law though, or have they? I don't think they have though. Not yet at this time. It is. No, not yet. But it's probably gonna come soon. I have heard that it's been in the works, but matter of fact, we were just talking about this at uh, my job the other day, and to the best of our knowledge, it is not yet law on the books. I was going to say, because so many police will be locked up, right? <laughs> well, a lot of people, but it's, it's going to be real. one of those things that, yes, it'll be against law, but it's going to be pretty hard to prove. Yeah. Wow. Okay, we're going to move right along. i got another story for you guys really quick. Um, and I need to look this girl up because I'm, I'm like with um, with DeAndra. I've seen the girl before, but I don't know if she used to be a part of 3LW. I'm going to look her up really quick. While, while I'm looking her up, I'm going to tell you about the story. Um, Cat Stacks has been in the – okay, I'm, a, I'm just going to keep it blunt with you. I think that um, – she is a superhead in training. And those who don't know who superhead is, her name is Corinne Stephens, the one that's been accused. Well, she has a book out, too. She's been accused of sleeping with all these, um, like, hip-hop stars and um, actors and athletes and stuff like that. She has books out. She's just a hot mess. I've heard her on different shows. But this this little girl that's coming up, she's just like her. She's trying to sleep with all these, like, hip-hop artists, and now she's trying to expose them. Like, right now, I guess she's on Soldier Boy. And there's also a video of her on YouTube where she tried to uh, put put out there, put little Bow Wow out there, too. But I guess there's a, a video out there where these guys cornered her in a bar and, and slapped her and threw her on the ground for doing that. So she needs to really be careful before she get on YouTube and get online putting people on blast because 
people are really attacking her. And right now she's coming after Soldier Boy talking about he's a cokehead. And she had uh, went, I guess, into a hotel room. Um, a family. I don't know if he, obviously, I don't know if she was just partying with them, hanging out, or, you know, she was trying to get up in that. But, or they, them trying to get up in her. But she had the Coke on the table. He had the Coke on the table. And she, I guess, she videotaped it or took a picture of it or something like that. And she's putting him out on blast now. Okay, I'm. Go ahead. You don't have to catch Russell in, but I just—it almost sounds like a groupie just trying to get some fame. Yeah, but I mean, how low can you go? Just like this—this this ain't no damn um, ludicrous song. This ain't how low can you go? Because like, girl, you're going too low. You're going down to the flow. Okay, you're going way down to the flow. You're going down on a on, on a shit and 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 um, piss infested floor. You 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 just all in it. Because my thing is, it's like, do you have to really demean yourself to get all this media attention? Like, what? what why are we living in a society where people will do anything? They will lower their self-respect and self-worth to get a few minutes of fame. I, I just don't understand that. Where is the class at? You a woman, where is your class at? Seriously. You know? I, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's really... Really a shame, like you know, it makes you wonder, like where are these people, you know, what whatever happens to people working hard to get where they, you know, to get somewhere in life possible. Like like we were just talking about Aaliyah earlier, and you know how she how she was a profess professional, she got to where she got to because she worked hard. Now everybody wants that quick fame to where you would demean. Yourself to get to that level You know what I'm saying And it almost disgraces people like that You know what I'm saying So mm-hmm. it's just It's really sick And you know Superhead She 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 is another one of those Women I have no respect for Because you don't have Any value You have a son And he's seeing his mother mm-hmm. Write these books Go here and there Talking about how, how she's it's a slut. Well, she don't want to be considered a slut, but yet you put yourself out there as a hoe. No, which I never understood the whole Corinne Stephens thing. You know what I'm saying? So I just I don't I don't understand it. Like I said, I'm not trying to judge her before because of her past. Because you know, I mean, we can all learn from people's past. But when you're trying to profit off of it, and then you're still doing that same stuff, like she had a video on YouTube. A Bobby Brown crackhead behind sleeping in her apartment. Oh, she didn't. Mm-hmm. Did, did you get to see that one? Who you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. No, I haven't seen that one, but I didn't see a, you know, I didn't see a point out with her in there. What? Yeah. yeah. Like when she was with that that uh, porn star, Mr. Marcus. Yeah, him, him. And, and she had, you know, I ain't even going to get into details, but, you know, she was doing her thing as normal. But, you know, it just goes back to, like, wow. I mean, and these, this is what young women are, these, and I'm going to try to keep this real clean because I'm on air. But these, <laughs> these tricks, I'm going I'm to I'm refer to them as tricks because, you know, that, that's all they were. A bowl of a bowl of tricks 
with some day old spoiled herded up milk poured in them. That's all. That's the only thing they work. They just tricks with with spout mm-hmm. milk poured in them. I mean, that's all they good for. And, you, and these yeah. are all these examples that we have out here for these young girls to look up to. What happened to all the influential black women that these young ladies can look up to? And it's very sickening. It's very disturbing. You know, so I, I don't know, you know, like I said, I didn't mean to get into this rant, but, you know, it's just, wow, you know. Yeah, because they actually making it, they make it hard for the the men that they sleeping with wives. Right. You know, you being a groupie. You know, you you so quick to put them on blast, but you ain't quick to put on what you doing on blast, you know. You getting mad at them because they don't want nothing to do with you, but you sleeping with all of them. Who on the house? And you show I gonna get turned into no housewife. Ain't nobody won't know how. This happened from everybody to everybody. Yeah, then you put yourself out there, and then when they go home from that, they go home to their wife. Then you want to get mad, just like with the whole Tiger White, Tiger Woods situation. I'm gonna get into that. Like, okay, you know, all these women coming out, all these women upset, but. You knew the situation before you opened your leg and consented. Exactly. And now you want to get on TV, and then you want to you want to um cry, and you want to demand that that um, Tiger Woods pay you all this money for what? Mhm. For what? I mean, I I don't understand this. You know. Sounds like almost. Sounds like almost like you remember the Kobe incident with the um the little um. At the hotel with him and the um, what was she like a um, huh? Yeah, I, I know that. I know. Mm, yeah. And she lied about the whole thing just to get her little five minutes of fame. Well, she thought she had, you know. Yeah, and now she's irrelevant. I bet you, if you mm-hmm. walk past her in the street, they won't even know who that trick is. It just it just amazes me what they do just to be in a spotlight. Are you kidding me? Right. I mean, and this is this and this is this leads me into another um, topic that I want to hit on real quick. We got about um, a little over ten minutes left in the show, but I really want to get on this real quick because that's why I have problems with shows like um, Bad Girls Club. You ever seen that show? You ever seen? It? I love that show, actually. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna put it like that. Put it like this. I like it, but. It's one of those things. This, this is like this is a double standard. I know I like watching it, but still at the same time I don't like it because you got a bunch of these trashy, blanky blank women on there that that aren't about anything, and, and, and you know nobody's gonna know who they are a year or two after the show. You know they get on here to mean themselves, and for what? Unless they make up lies and say they slept with a celebrity, knowing they didn't. Just like this um, season now, like the season in Miami, like you have these women, and there's this um, channel, Tamaya, um, Quadere, Howard, you know, that, that's my boy right there. You know, he he, he, let, he lets you have it. Because before we go, I'm going to talk about Lady Gaga, too. we got to get her in. But he made a good point about the Bad Girls Club when he was saying that um, these are a bunch of trailer trash hookers that don't have anything and, you know, they get on this show 
you know, and at least like the one he says, who's who's the black girl on there with her edges? The ones that ain't got no edges and it's nappy headed. Which one? You know the one I'm talking about. Um, I think so. Is that the lesbian he's talking about? I think so. But yeah, he says, why get on that show and fight with somebody that don't have nothing to lose? I said females like that that don't have nothing to lose, they don't mind getting cut up and slapped and beat and thrown into jail. Mm-hmm. So why get on that show demeaning yourself, fighting with some people that don't have any self-respect, don't have any self-dignity? Why would you get on the show and do that? And then put because, yourself out there just because, because you want to Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Because hopefully they think it might get on that show, it might bring them some fame, you know, once they leave it. Well, all press is not good press, boo. And you might be relevant for a hot second, but ain't nobody going Like, on, on a serious tip, do you think that they're going to get any farther than that? Like, yeah, Playboy. Well, honey, I'm so like, from what I've seen on this show, I don't see no Playboy or anything. <laughs> I don't see no potential on that. Now, they might be good enough to do some damn, um, some garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they might be good. They may be good for that, you know, but, you know, it, it is what it is, you know, like. Well, and I think a lot of that same concept, you can apply a lot of that to a lot of the reality. TV shows, reality-based, they call them TV shows. It's an excuse for drama, and then, you know, people's true colors come out, and then some of them, like the wedding, a bachelor, or whatever that one was. I'm happy that he hit that topic, because what's the one show, because we've been talking about this the other night, me and you, Seneca, the Ultra Cinco, whatever that dang on show called. That is, they need to take that off the air. I am so tired of this. Love and all these love shows. When they gonna end up with no one, they gonna come up with a second season. They still gonna end up with no one. So what's the point of them having those shows just to make a little money? Well, I guess that's what it is. I mean, I guess the drama draws a crowd, but good lord, don't everybody have enough drama in their life? I'm like, what is they almost? Is their careers almost up? So they gotta find something else to do, or what? What's going on? You know, stick to TV. You know, all those reality shows they. You know, what they form like these things called like these alliances or these little groups or clubs or whatever they call them, and then it's about constantly going back at one another, and then, you know, it's like, geez, people, but I guess it sells. Yeah, because, I mean, these women would do anything just to be on the TV show with this famous person. I will fight this girl just to get a kiss from him because I haven't won a date with him, you know. I'm going to kick her tailbone because she keeps talking crap about me. But literally, I know y'all all looking like dang on fools on here. Yeah, you know, like I said, you know, it's just it's just really one of those things, like, where, I don't know, like, I remember when the whole reality thing, reality show type of thing really started. It started back about 10 years ago. It's like reality TV has been, like, one of those things that's really been taken off the past 10 years. And it just gets more ridiculous as time goes. Like, I mean, how 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 much lower can we go? Like, seriously. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, um, and then they just play it out. Like, they, they just draw it out for so long. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. like, with American Idol, that reality series, you know, it's just 
I guess you can consider that a reality series, right? Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, come on now. We've been American Idol just needs to be put to rest. I'm sorry. You know, and it's just like so crazy now. You know, and then you have these celebrities like don't really see any A-list celebrities doing these shows. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna put themselves out there. They're not gonna put themselves out there for public humiliation, and they're not gonna air their dirty laundry because you already, like you said, I mean, have enough drama in your life as a celebrity, and then you're gonna add more to it. It's like unnecessary drama. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So I don't know. So, um. We have about five more minutes left in the show. I want Michael to tell us uh, what he has coming up in the works and um, what what uh, we can look out for. I know he wanted to make that announcement. Well, I've got all of my writing material presently done for this website that I'm trying to push, which is along a, um, some spiritual healing. Uh, things and a little bit of personal self-help advice for people that are going through some stuff and dealing with things, and also a little bit of uh, a uh, holistic healing approach uh, called Reiki, also some of that stuff, and uh, hopefully that I've got that all pulled together, now I'm just trying to finish that website up, so hopefully that'll be up and coming, and before too many more episodes, I'll be able to actually put a web address out there and hopefully get that out there in the internet world and let people start checking that out. Hopefully, I also plan to follow it up with a YouTube channel as well. So, almost there. Almost. A little bit longer, though. <laughs> okay, wait. Look it up. All right. We, we will be in support. Spiritual healing, spiritual teaching, Reiki, uh, uh, all that good stuff. He has a lot of knowledge about just just religion and um, okay. a lot. Very, very, very well rounded. I can't wait for that to come out. I'm very looking forward to that. Um, but we have four minutes left. Do you guys have anything else to add before we um, end the show? Not that I can. Think of how about you? Well, hopefully we get you know comments and well, basically feedback. You know, on today's show. Well, DeAndre, I really want you to see if you can get your own show or get a YouTube channel, cause girl, you be blaring me out on the phone. Like, what y'all hearing on this phone is loud, and we gonna eventually get that raw, uncut side of her. <laughs> She will let you have it. We didn't even get a chance to get to the relationship thing this week. But do you do you want to do like something like schedule a little impromptu show later on this week about the whole um, sex and um, relationship talk? Um, yeah, we need to because that's actually a big thing, you know, because people want to know what. Like I told you, this was going to be a jam packed show, and I didn't know if we were going to get through everything. But seriously, we're going to do um, a show later on this week and. Do you want to do it, like, one night during the week or something like that? Yeah, that's fine. That would be great. Yeah, because we got to get this on the topic because we have so much stuff to talk about with these relationships because if I look at um, the people that are in relationships now. There's so much self-hate and such, you know, degradation there. Like, people will put themselves into any situation 
to uh, just because they need they want somebody in their life and they don't look at mm-hmm. what this person is bringing to the table. People are getting used. People are getting ran um, over. People are even getting they, their ass beat. Yeah, because, you would lower your standards just to have somebody in your life, which is crazy to me. You know, you'll your sentence to have somebody in your life that don't have anything, can't offer you anything, can't bring anything to the table, and you will say them. And they only want to watch their behind. Oh, I can get into that. Some of these yeah, people are so prideful and lazy, they only watch their behind. They can't even keep clean. They don't want to keep themselves together for you. But you want to settle for that. And then they want to treat, you know, which is so crazy to me. Mm-hmm. I tell you, it's a crying shame. It's a crying shame. Well, children, um, we're going to go ahead and get up off here. Uh, be be uh, on the lookout for part um, two of this um, later on this week. I will send out a little memo, but definitely um, be on the lookout for us. And I want to thank Miss DeAndra. I want to thank uh, Michael. I want to thank everybody that was just listening today. We had callers. Most people are listening the link, and then we had a couple of callers that called in throughout the show. Uh, we had the chat room open, and it was just a really good time. So, um, well, we're going to get up off of here, and we will talk to you soon. Peace out. Adios. You are now listening to the Urban Wire. Brought to you by Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.